Hey everybody, welcome back to the Imagination Station. It's now time for another movie rewind. I am your host, Eddie Soto, and I'm here like always with Victor Ochoa. Hello. And back by popular demand. Very popular demand. We have our guest again, uh, Robert Gonzalez. Thanks for having me, guys. Very popular re- demand here. Yes. I'm de- I've been demanded. Yes. <laughs> We've been macho conchas. I, I know. Uh, you know what? It's it's such a huge. I haven't had one in probably a very long time. And when you offered, I'm just mad that I ate a little bit ago because uh, had I known these had been here, then I would have totally just it to well, eat. Oh, maybe later on. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm gonna go for them. Later. Oh, <laughs> okay. Don't give me the later on here, because <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Eddie, we're not taking him home. Okay, this is gonna go down. <laughs> What's that chewing noise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's the popular demand guy over there eating. Hey, hey, hey Robert, that was for, for looks. That wasn't for looks. <laughs> it's just for the photos. It's a set design. <laughs> Victor worked at it all night. They're plastic, dude. Victor actually sketched it out. <laughs> this is how I want it to look. Wow. Oh, shit. What a way to start. <laughs> no, but seriously, Robert, a lot of people like your your, your particular episode. Uh, we got a lot of compliments on it. So, no you know, way. It was really cool. Yeah, it yeah. was. No, I got some good feedback from a lot of... Uh, awesome people out there i was kind of mad about it actually i was like can you guys just tell me like the bad right. shit like right, right give me you know give me some constructive stuff to work on i mean i know it's just a podcast and you just you know you just talk right know? but i guess for me you know it's it because i come from the theater world i'm like you know give me feedback direct me like right, right. you know so it's that like inner actor in me that's just trying to no it was pretty cool there was nothing really bad most of the bad victor edited himself out of so, <laughs> so don't worry about it <laughs> Oh, that's what it was. There's the magic. That's what it was. Thanks, Victor. Because you were here for the live talk, the whole the live talk. But no, no, in the in the actual when we released it, it was uh, we, we edited a lot of Victor. Yeah, so. <laughs> I did a I did a lot of neck rubbing. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I'm gonna take that. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding, Vic. Just giving Vic some shit. Yeah, no, he never does. Funny. He never does. Um, but anyway, uh, before we get started, uh, I do want to let everybody know we do have the Facebook available for everybody so you guys can be part of the conversation, leave comments on this movie or any other movie we've talked about. And also we do have the Instagram, which by the way, that's where I'm getting more messages through now than the actual Facebook. Really? But that's fine too. If you guys can get a hold of us through Instagram, that'd be super cool too. And also we do have the Twitter that Victor's been running for us now for, what did you say, over a month now? Oh, over a month, dude. Over a month now? I would now? say two months solid. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. We've been on this for a while, dude. Wow. How's Almost that going? Almost two months. Hey, it's this going is good. episode 25, man. Uh, you're, right. not, you're not yeah. just fucking around here. Yeah, dude. Right, 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 right. And we did episode nine or eight that, so, when we started Twitter. Oh, okay. So, yeah, dude, it's been a while. Uh, anyways, uh, <clears throat> speaking of Twitter, I do have a few things, a few shout outs I want to say. I actually want to say a shout out to, uh, I joined a group on Twitter called Podplug, share a tweet once a day, and RT and heart. I'm assuming they mean love. Is that the whole so, name? Yeah, that's the whole thing. That it, hopefully you guys get it. But it's a group, pretty much, we, we cross-exchange and, and, you know, review stuff and retweet stuff for each other. So it's helping out a lot of us because we're getting a lot of... Uh, remember, I, I usually say it's organic. I guess it's not organic. It's Well, it's a way of it's getting... A way of, of, getting the what, what's that it's word? It's a part of the organic. Yeah. yeah. What is that word people use? No, kind of like... Uh, well, I was talking to you about the other day. Um, Synergy? Uh, networking. Networking. There you go. Make so it's kind of like networking. We're and, pretty much networking, yeah. yes. And another one that uh, actually just, they also sent me a, a message saying if we can do cross reviews. And I said, of course, is uh, Watch If You Dare. It's another podcast group, guy, a couple of fellas. Uh, they, uh, lately, they've been reviewing horror movies. I don't know if that's all they do. Right. But what I got, it's a lot of just horror, scary movies. And uh, we did cross reviews, and uh, they gave us a great review on Apple Podcasts. And I returned it, too. Right. So that's it for the shout outs on Twitter. But did you actually hear their show? I actually did. And how was it? I actually did the Halloween. I mean, I think that's the point you got. Right, right. Yeah. No, I just want to make sure you didn't just. Uh, I just. <laughs> no, I actually heard it. I heard it was actually. 
uh, it was actually pretty entertaining. They're very informed, either that or they did their homework. Like they went all out. And, oh, okay. And they did throw some jokes. It was kind of like us, but not like us. But informed. You know what like, <laughs> but informed. Very well informed. <laughs> and educated. And educated. And, and you know all I the cool things. Batteries yeah. on their phones and yeah, their I heard a big budget. It's yeah. a big budget. I heard university like status or something like they were in, wow, they were okay. in the college. Dorms. They have donuts. They don't have conchas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to go over there now. Hey, don't leave us. <laughs> Wait, no, no. I want to go over there now. <laughs> Bobby, where are you going? <laughs> but anyways, watch if you dare at watch if you dare at on Twitter. So Okay, cool. All right. So that's all that with the Twitter? Yes. All right. All right, guys. So now moving on to some of the, a little bit of news, a little bit of news about this week. Uh, I guess everybody's aware of the, of the Disney Plus. Yes. Everybody's aware of that? Oh, yeah. So apparently they broke the internet. They did. I heard, yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I was hearing, I it guess. It pissed some, me off. No, <laughs> <laughs> some people were saying like they were expecting like uh, somewhat a million subscribers or something, and they ended, they ended up getting like ten million. And I don't know, is that a lot? Wow, or that sounds like in a the lot. sense of the country or the world or whatever. I don't know how, how far did they go out. It seems like a lot. Ten million? Yeah, subscribers. That's a lot. That's a lot for one, mm-hmm. like one, like everybody at the same time trying to get it, yeah. trying to access it. I didn't have a hard time. It no. was fine, yeah. It was the day of, yeah, we had like, some issues. You know, I had people over and uh, we were trying to watch a few movies and it was fine. But then uh, there were times where the movie would just stop or stall or. Was this at night? This was evening, yeah. So yeah. I guess evening to night. So what time did you get it? Like midnight or? Well, you no, said evening. It, was, it was during the day. I got it during the day. Oh, on the day. Okay. On the day, during okay. the day, yeah. So what... I had the app for a while, but then to set it up and to do all the things and then da-da-da-da. Oh, so you had already purchased it. Yeah. And okay. And you just uh, create profiles and what... Right, right. I ended up getting it. I was talking to Victor about it. I ended up getting it uh, the night before so i guess it was gonna start on midnight and the reason i ended up getting it because i did see that little thing like you know those little commercials that they put through the facebooks and even instagram and all that and they had like a like like a price special or something what do you want to call it and so i was like i think it was like 70 bucks for the year so i wasn't sure that once they started it it was gonna go away i, th- I thought it was like a pre thing yeah so i'm like oh shit i better get it so i ended up getting it i don't know if it's i don't know if they still have that offer or if it's, if it's still available i don't know but i believe it was like 69.99 for the whole year, which is kind of worth it because it comes out. I think they were saying it was coming down to like five ninety nine a month. Yeah, six bucks. Right, so that's that's pretty good. Is that what you did? Did you do the year or six bucks? Because then if you you don't if it's shit, I'm just gonna cancel it. Yeah, oh right, right, right. Cancel it. That makes Sorry. sense. Sorry, I just say that noise because I. <laughs> that's oh, your canceling child. <laughs> that's your canceling noise. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, dude. I get. It. I do um, it all the time. So now we're gonna go to the Victor's favorite segment of the show, which is uh, give him cash or trailer trash. Trailer trash. We got crooners now. Trash, trash. Girl. <laughs> girl. Girl. Mm. Trailer trash, girl. You're a trailer mm. trash, girl. <laughs> oh, look at he's snapping. Yeah. We'll work on it. Wait, I don't know. We're, we're, we're going gonna to fix it. We're, we're, we're going to fix it really good. We'll figure it out. Every guest that comes around gives it a little knack, but. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So the trailer that we looked at was a SpongeBob movie. It's called SpongeBob on the Run. Nice. Yeah. You guys saw that? Well, we just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw it with you. We just saw it we with you. We were in the same room about. together. That's probably what. I, that's probably not what I was gonna ask, but yeah. <laughs> I was Did here. You guys see it? Nervous? You know, I didn't see it actually. <laughs> I was so nervous. No, but seriously, um, uh, Bobby, you're the guest. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I thought. It was funny. I mean, I've always thought SpongeBob is kind of funny anyway. Yeah. Um, it's got some adult stuff going on, like underlining type of thing. And uh, yeah. I've always thought it was funny. Um, I don't care for a lot of like the movie stuff that they do. Right. That's just me though. Like anything, anything animated that 
comes out with like like SpongeBob the movie or like right. whatever those are. I'm not a big fan. I don't give them cash. No, no. that's not your thing. No, I, I get it. I get it. They're they're not for everybody. But so. it has nothing to do with the movie. I thought it was a funny trailer. Right. Yeah, and I laughed, and, and I'll probably see it. But you wouldn't go pay for it. I wouldn't go pay for it. I may or may not skip it a few times when I see it on Netflix. Right. Until somebody else is watching it, and then right. I'll watch it. Right. There you go. No, I get that, Victor. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and and, and and give it cash. I'm not a big animation kind of guy either, but I do like SpongeBob. I grew. I used to see it with my kids, and I I there's a lot of jokes that my kids wouldn't get, and I would, and that's what I, I feel like they're doing it for me. <laughs> like sponges out for me right so anyways and i thought it was pretty funny pretty funny so i would give it cash i'll probably watch it yeah yeah how, and how long has been sponge has been around a long so that's what i'm saying spongebob's been uh, around for a long time now right very yeah. long time what is it 20 years maybe we used to easy i used to me and a uh, cousin of mine you guys know her i feel like i don't know if i should say her name or not but maybe you should burn her burn her burn her if no, I, i'll say it I'll don't say, say her last name oh you don't have to yeah. you just but then, like, I'll do it another way so that a while back, we used to, me and my cousin Natalie, uh, we used to go to this bar in Burbank. Mm-hmm. And um, on Riverside, huh? There's a bar there. Yeah. And she used to work at the restaurant right. that had the bar. And so one of the characters, voice actors, used to go to oh, that okay. bar. So we met the guy who played the voice of Squidward. No oh, okay. And uh, it really cool, really, really cool guy. I didn't know who the heck Squidworth was. <laughs> okay. And, but Natalie seemed to know, so yeah, she was really excited about that. Wow. Yeah, it's and, one, uh, it was fun. It was a funny character. We, we sure. missed that place. That place was a great place. Oh, yeah. nice. I remember on MySpace, you guys should take pictures. Oh, man. Yeah. Remember That's MySpace? right. Yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> so my take on uh, SpongeBob, what I like about the movie, for example, this I saw the trailer. I, I really don't know what the hell it's going to be about. Kind of know. They're looking for, for Gary, right. his pet, what snail, whatever. Pet snail. But I think that the plots in these kind of movies... Don't really matter. No shit. But I think the jokes along the way is what makes it funny. Right. Right. Like same thing with the other SpongeBob movies where what are they really about? Like if you could tell me the plot about the first SpongeBob movie, I couldn't tell you. But I know that there was funny parts that <laughs> make you laugh. Right. Make you I've laugh. never seen them. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, that stupid joke about the ironing. Yeah, that was hilarious, dude. <laughs> I was having my ass off. And I know they're going to have a, a handful of those. That's why I don't yeah. really see it. But yeah, exactly what you said. I don't give a shit about the plot. I don't, I think, don't give I don't, shit. I don't think I remember it, but I remember that I'll probably laugh for, like, for example, that, that yeah. little piece at the end. I'm not going to go see the movie and be and calling my cousin in the middle of the night. That was bullshit plot, dude. <laughs> Fuck Can the you plot. Don't watch I saw, it. I saw it coming a mile away. I should have said no cash. <laughs> You're going to be so mad. I should have said trailer trash. <laughs> I should have. Anyways. So I, I probably would go see it. I cash plus I have kids, so my, I might take to go see. Yeah, or I you would you take your daughters, Victor? No, they would take me. They're old enough. Oh, oh, you're one of those guys. One Dang. man. Yes, I would take them if they wanted. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. With a boy, with husband drive. I only asked because you said you grew up watching this with your daughters. Yeah. So I was it like a nostalgic thing where you're like, oh, I want to give a catch because I watched it with my daughters. Yeah. And yes, it'd be cool to go see it with them or whatever. Yes, it would be all everything you said, but I also enjoyed it. Yeah, I used okay. to love the comedy. It was it was pretty hilarious. All so right, moving along, so good. So so moving along, guys, because we have a movie that we got to discuss now. The movie of the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he says the week. <laughs> Because it took a week to watch. <laughs> it kind of did. We actually it's, were busy. It's your favorite. No, you know what it was? Is um, It said that it took a week to watch. Is that By the time we had time to watch it, that's what made it like urgency. You know, like, oh, I got to. And it's funny. The, the, the funny thing about all this, we, we review movies. We talk about movies. And we don't, we rarely make time to watch movies. So a lot of it has to do with us. Uh, a lot of it is memory. At least to me, it's memory. 
Right. But we, even though we do our research, like I said, we have to make time to watch something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything that I talked about in, in this show, I've watched. Right. Yeah. So I make well, sure that I watch it. I'm saying that we have I to. think for me, though, it's not just like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. Like in a type of show like this where the point is to review a movie. Yeah. Whether I've seen Superman 1978 right. or not, like whether I've, if I've seen it a thousand times and I own it in various, various copies, <laughs> I'm still going to watch it the day before. I'm gonna, I'll make a point to watch it right before I come and do this only because it really needs to be fresh in my mind. Oh, and you make a really good point because when I watched uh, American History X, I, even though I've seen it probably a hundred times. I still saw it with that new fresh eyes and I go, oh, I never thought about that point of view with Goodfellas, which is that well, much we, longer. We become more analytical about it. We yeah. We actually dissect, try to dissect as much as we can. But without losing the fun of it. The entertainment yeah, Because then, it's, then My, it's homework. All right, moving along, guys. Uh, Robert, so your, your movie that you picked this week, if you can go ahead and give us the- Yeah. Give us the, the deal. What's going on with that movie? Can I can I ask you why did you pick this one? Yeah, me too. Okay, so that's a really good question. And I, and I do want to explain why. Not that I'm, ex- I'm not trying to excuse it, the movie. I, what I'm trying to do is just explain why, why it came to this movie. With so many good movies out there that come, that, that are in the Mexican golden era. As you guys know, whoever heard my last podcast, I chose Maria Candelaria. Right. So I wanted to co- sort of continue uh, with that same theme. And uh, I wanted to choose a movie that also said a lot about Mexico and its actors and its cinematography and its beautiful scenes and, you know, all that fun stuff. So there's so many movies to pick from. And the ones I was that were already on my list, you could not find anywhere. Like you could not YouTube these movies. And so as I'm getting down to my list, I'm like... You know, and I'm speaking to friends who who are like also in love with that era, and and they're like, you know, how about this one? How about this one? And I'm like, they have to be on YouTube at least, right? You know, mm-hmm. Unless you can find them in a platform. And you used to be able to find a few good ones on Netflix, mm-hmm. and for some reason, at this point, you cannot, mm-hmm. because that even one of them that I was trying to that was actually in English from the Mexican era who had, that had Cantinflas. Oh yes, Pepe. Not that one, but yes. Yeah. yeah you one. were thinking of the 80, 80 Days Around the World. Yes. Is that the okay. one with the... With the that was another one. Yeah, that's that where he, he starts off in his town, right? And he he has a guy who takes him around. Pepe? Yeah. Yes. And he go, they end up in Hawaii or something? Yeah. They and, end up like... Um, yeah. And then that entire movie is full of so many cameos. Right. From so many stars. Yeah. Like the girl... In the, I remember I saw it. The girl t- uh, talks to Cantinflas like... She likes the, the main star of the movie, but she makes it seem, I guess, that Cantinflas misunderstands her and thinks that she got, she likes him. Right. This whole thing. And then he ends up... At the end of the... He goes back home or something. Right. But yeah, I know what totally. you're talking about. I, haven't, I, can't, I can't remember it exactly beat by beat, but I, I do remember seeing it. And it was... Uh, it was For the most part, it was in English, the whole thing, right? Yeah, it's in and English. Then, and then they go to these towns like in Mexico. Oh, there was um the diving... Yes. There was diving in the movie. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a really cool cameo of uh, of another movie in there. Uh, Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And the two actors that play the drag queens in that movie, uh, Jack Lemmon and uh, Tony Curtis, oh, okay. make a cameo as the, those character. Or actually, only Jack Lemmon makes a cameo as his character, as his drag character in Pepe. Oh, and so okay. Pepe meets a guy dressed in drag, but it's Jack Lemmon. And it's right. like actor Jack Lemmon, but he's meeting him at the, the studios. Right. So it's kind of like this like mind. Right, right. Like, That's the one where he goes to the studio, right? And right. he's outside trying to get in. Right. And so there's this really, all these really cool fucking cameos. Um, 
and you would really you know want to know the the background on the other actors that are cameoing on this movie what's great about it is that they're they're literally centering this movie on Cantinflas, which is right you know, which was my point of watching the movie but that movie used to be available on netflix it is no longer available on netflix that's so, probably where i saw it that's likely. probably where i ended up seeing it but yeah 80 days around the world is the other one that's yeah. the first one he did in in hollywood uh for his crossover um that's the one he dances with some lady right on stage like it's a big deal it's in color it's a so long and that's why like that's what i remember <laughs> yeah you, you, you want to watch it again right yeah yeah you want to watch it again but also when when choosing these movies and before i give him to you guys i'm always like oh, it's gonna be three hours like oh my gosh are right. they gonna like kill me what's gonna happen yeah the peter jackson direct this one yeah like two <laughs> <laughs> and a half hours it's like fucking titanic but it's not yeah they're gonna, they're gonna go look for a ring yeah no yeah. oh, totally so uh so then i thought about 80 days and then when it finally came down i came to that one on my list it also wasn't available not even you know Netflix and it used to be available on Netflix mm -hmm. and so that one's cool because again it's his first crossover to the US and I wanted something lighter I always I thought you know I gave you guys something super serious last time I wanted something lighter this time like a, a, a comedy so I immediately thought of Cantinflas and then when Cantinflas wasn't delivering the, the movies that I wanted to see I moved on to Pedro Infante and I was like it'd be cool to watch because I had mentioned to, to Victor I'm like I want to drink while we do this I want to like have a few drinks and right. I thought oh it'd be cool to have to, to have watched a Pedro Infante movie who some of his movies were known for him for, to be like in the cantinas and you know in the right. bars and drinking and all that yeah. which he never touched alcohol in his life by the way he played a good drunk okay really? but he never so i really wanted to see a movie like that and then i couldn't find anything and then the movie that i wanted to see of his too was with maria felix was tisok you couldn't find it right. so it was a really hard like task to to do and then finally i was like well let me just go to maria felix and i realized that a lot of her movies are you can find them they are on youtube and there's so many to choose from and i watched a few and then i thought well you know which one would be best to give you guys and and this is the one she was you know if you know about maria felix you know that she was la doña this is why she she was La Doña, like this right. character okay. was a character she then personified in a lot of her other characters. And that's really who she was, like not really who she was, but it was part of her essence as Maria Felix La Doña, right. um, you know, in and out of very uh, strong character. interviews. Very strong, yeah, mm -hmm. very strong character. So this is one of the first times you get to see Maria Felix play La Doña. So she, she has other movies where she's a lighter character? Yeah, like she plays like a, a monja, uh, in, which is called monja. None. Yeah, she plays a nun. Right. Um, but yeah, she has a few lighter, like uh, her first movie, El Peñón de las Animas, I believe it's called. Um, again, it's a light, light character. She falls in love with someone. She's an ingenue. So there's a lot of movies where she she plays light. But again, she was known to play like those so hardcore, like revolutionary characters. And she was a woman. So it was even more of like a, whoa, like this is a woman yeah. doing a man's job. Right. Right. And I, you know, it's funny. I heard something about the movie she did with uh, Pedro Infante. Is it Tisok? Tisok. She didn't want to do it. As far she as, did not. She didn't want to do it. And uh, she ended up getting, she was the most top paid female actress back in the days in Mexico. She got paid that even Pedro Infante became a producer and put his money to have her in the, in the, in the movie. She, she did. Obviously, she came out. But it was one of those things that you're like, oh, shit. She didn't want to be in a fucking movie, dude. Oh, totally. Yeah. And the thing with her is that even, you know, the, the so the, the legend goes is that even when she was discovered, as they say, 
the producer director that discovered her as she was window shopping, you know, right somewhere like in Mexico City. Uh, he goes, hey, you know, you want to be in movies? And she turned to him and she said, who told you that I wanted to be in movies? If I wanted to be in movies, I would be in movies. Yeah. And right. I'll make it. Yeah. Exactly. And he was like, wait, what? Who says that? Like, you know, you would he was probably expecting like, oh, my God, me? Right, right. Movie star? Like, no, or right. whatever. But she was like very like yeah, in right. your face. And <laughs> apparently that worked because uh, he picked her up and he was like, you know, we're going to make you something. Yeah. So from there, she started, they started grooming her. And the first movie she was in was El Peñón de las Animas. Oh, okay. Where, where she's, you know, beautiful. And then you get to see a very young Maria Félix. Yeah, she was a very beautiful lady. And mm -hmm. it's funny, I, I I also found out that she made a movie with, uh, what is it? Dolo I'm sorry, Dolores de Candelaria, I forget. Dolores del Rio. Dolores, they actually made a movie together. They did. What's funny is a lot, a lot of people in that era thought they were rivals. And right. although I'm assuming they were, I'm sure, like name rivals, like for, for uh, theater wise, mm -hmm. in real life, they were actually really good friends from what I gather. Yeah. Well, I'm Team Maria. <laughs> Candelaria? No, no. no. Oh, Maria Felix? Yeah, Maria Felix. Because, damn. You know what? I didn't notice. Because, <laughs> damn, she was beautiful. Well, Dolores de Rio was, was goddamn too, dude. Yeah, she's she's gorgeous. But Maria Felix I mean, is also just has very, a, very gorgeous. It's a persona, too. Had a, no, her eyes, dude, and the eyebrows and that look, you know, yeah. that even when that pissed off look she gives, you still like, okay, I, like, I like it. You can be pissed you off. You can be mad at me. Definitely. You want it. Mm -hmm. You, you wanted, wanted her to be mad at you, yeah, because you just wanted to, you wanted to get that's, spanked by she her. Had, you know what it is? She has a beautiful. Yes. She had a beautiful stare. Yes, yeah. that's. I think that's what it is. That that classic stare. You know totally. that not too many actresses now can pull off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Know, so Maria Felix was. Um, she was an international woman, and what's funny is that you say that I say that, but she never did movies in Hollywood. She was quite possibly the only big star. I mean. Cantinflas did movies in Hollywood, you know. Right. My, uh, Dolores del Rio did movies in Hollywood. Pedro Mendaris did movies in Hollywood. You have all these great actors from back in the day that did the crossover because they were being offered roles. Like right. Hollywood was coming to them. Right. And when Hollywood came to Maria Felix, every time they came to Maria Felix, she would say no. Every time she was like, no. No, but that no. that put a fucking high value on her, man. It almost seems like it worked for her. Totally, but she yeah. did tons and tons of movies in in right. like Italy and France, and you know, oh wow, I didn't know like that. Spain, and like she did great movies all over except the U.S. Hey, yeah. let me ask you. You know, here like in the United States, there's this uh, the American films. There's a there's a some sort of a and I can't remember what it's called, but it's a preservation thing for preserving old films, so that because a lot of films have been lost over time because of, because of the way they were shot. I'm sorry, what they were shot on you know the film the, the, the degrades and all that they stuff never, right? they never got archived yeah so a lot of them you know they get saved and they get archived so that future generations can watch them and all that does right. mexico have anything like that Do you, are you aware of i'm not aware i would assume there is i know there are a few lost films from back in the day i know i know one of maria felix's is, is one of those films that she shot like it might have been like one of her first few films um but at the same time i think it was one of the films she didn't care about so she was like whatever but um, hmm. but I know it was lost. I don't know why. Yeah, because I, I wonder why like they don't make um because you know right here you had like the you had Warner Brothers and you had you know what was your Universal Paramount you know those big studios right I wonder if they had that sort of system in Mexico where they can where they can someone can come up with like a sort of Netflix for those kinds of movies right you know what oh, I mean yeah 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 like. 
But the, the, the reason I don't know they, how they would do it because like everything has rights. You totally. know, everything is owned by somebody. So right. how do you get it into a streaming service? I mean, that I'm pretty sure there's a way, dude. I mean, look, I'm gonna tell you something. As far as me being part of the also the to some degree movie industry, I know that for a fact that when things get transferred, they get transferred to another film. At, 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 at the time, they would get transferred to another negative, and that's how they preserved it. And then it went to digital tape, and now it's it, it's coming down to digital. So it's funny. It's an ongoing battle of preserving and archiving stuff. So I, like I, I do what I work right now. We're archiving old 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 video that was on an old fashioned reel to reel big clunky videos. We're transferring it to digital files. Who knows that we have to maybe in years we're gonna have to transfer it to another virtual archive file of some sort. Right. So it's a constant thing that. So when you say to preserve it, right? Like they probably did preserve it in the fifties. They probably preserved it in the sixties. 60s to some level to some degree but I, I think it's a never-ending because new media comes out and new ways of, of, right. of uh, having it to be preserved like there was a time they actually put them on dvds and i don't mean li- literally consumer dvds but like uh, some sort of disc but their their self- shelf life i think is like 50 right. or 75 years okay and then that's it but yeah that's for me it was like i didn't know they existed on dvd just how i could find a movie over here on with frank sinatra or with uh, marilyn monroe you can go to mexico i just wish there was more places here where you can find movies that that have other actors right. and whatnot. I just like I said, I was think I would say that I was it would be interesting for someone to create something like that where you can like a like a Hulu or a Netflix or a, right. you know I don't know if Televisa owns a lot of rights for movies and stuff or is it just novelas or I know they own a lot of stuff right Televisa owns I think Televisa might even own the rights for Doña Barbara yeah because like, they have a, they just they distributed a novella because I think that if they would start something like that eventually other people would come up because when you look at all these Mexican movies and I'm just just saying Mexican movies but I guess like more independent movies they all seem to have their own studio logo or their own production company they're not really like united like no one's distributing them they seem almost seems like they distribute them themselves. But also think about this. Netflix in Mexico is not the same Netflix you'll see here in the U.S. because of distribution rights and whatnot and and rights in general. If you go to Netflix in Mexico, I might be able to actually find tons and tons and tons of Mexican films from the golden era. It just so happens that I happen to be in the U.S., so Netflix USA does not have that. Okay. So that's probably where... Now, if your point is to bring Latinos in other countries, those Latin movies... Right. That we can't reach here, then we would have to find a platform for them. Like yeah, like, right. like if, if they were more accessible, like you said, like right. like you said, you went through a whole list. They were hard to find for us to watch them. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of. And what's funny is like, like the movie Tisok. I feel like a few months ago, I'm pretty sure I had seen it on YouTube, which was exciting. But this time around, when I was looking for it, it just wasn't. It wasn't there? Um, it probably got flagged. And yeah, I got flagged. It. I'm pretty sure it got flagged recently. Yeah. Which is weird because. I mean, why would you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just yeah. simple rights, just simple protection, whatever. That somebody. Well, somebody must own it. And That's what I'm saying. Clearly, a lot of Maria Felix movies on YouTube, like nobody cares about. They're like, ah, oh, whatever. Let let them yeah. play it. But a lot of Pedro Infante is not on YouTube. Right. Right. A lot of Cantinflas is not on YouTube. But a lot of Jorge Negrete is on YouTube. Right. Which is funny because a lot of Jorge Negrete was with Pedro Infante towards like the last of his right. years. And oh, she yeah. wasn't. She actually made a movie with Jorge Negrete, right? She yeah. actually made one. Uh, another fun fact on that: I heard that they 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 wouldn't get along. They didn't get along. Either. No, because he wanted his girlfriend to play. You're right. You're yeah. right. Right. And then, uh, but no. But then later, a few years later, they got married. They got married. And then he died while he was married. Yeah. He was married to. Her. He died here in like, L.A. They were like married for like nine months, maybe not even a year. Yeah. No, they weren't. Uh, and he he was so young when he passed away. He was like forty two. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, he was really young. Yeah. So he was. He got married to Maria Felix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like a whole Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie kind of situation, huh? Simone. <laughs> no, no, because you said he had a girlfriend. Yeah, he Wasn't had a girlfriend. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you guys. This is it's it's to some degree it's still the same topic, but uh, maybe not. On Netflix, I noticed that they had like we were talking about Luis Miguel. They had a mini series. Uh, yeah. Like a, it was great. I didn't finish it, but for what I saw, I think I saw the first six episodes. That's it. How many yeah. episodes? I, I think I saw half of it. Then. Yeah. I love that fucking thing. But I also saw a documentary about Parchis. Oh, I heard about that. I watched that shit. You know, the group yeah. Parchis. Like, I was like, is it still available? It's still available. Okay, I want to check it out. It's fucking dope. I it's saw actually, a commercial for it. Dude, it's it's fucking dope. It's like, and it's sad how these kids get exploited like a motherfucker. It's nothing new. Is a documentary or is it like with actors? It's 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 a documentary. Okay. They cool. they might reenact certain parts. Okay. But the majority is old pictures. It's actually them as old talking and one of them. I didn't realize that one of them cut it. Got his arm cut off. He got into yeah. an accident. The, the main guy, the main oh. kid. I was thinking of something else. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then I was like, wait. <laughs> no, sounded no, too excited. <laughs> a, a different boy band in Mexico. One of the kids. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at this. Well, should I say Timbirichi? No, it was it was it was Parchis. It was Parchis. Yeah, yeah. But th this other group, like one of the kids, they got off the helicopter, uh -huh. and they were so excited. So one of the kids raised his hand to say hi to the fans, and then when he raised it, oh, the propeller just his fingers. Really? So he went from here to to here, and then the secure the bodyguards just like took him and they rushed him to the hospital. Wow. And I don't even know the boy band's name, but it was a boy band for sure. We would have heard if it would have been like Menudo or was it Los Chamos? It was MDO. MDO? Yeah, which is men, like Menudo, the new the, Menudo. The newer version, yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, that sounds... I think it was MDO. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was MDO, yeah. That sounds horrible. That sounds fucking sad, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, to get back to... Um, yeah, I noticed I was going to say, Jorge Negrete, you mentioned Jorge Negrete did a movie with Maria Felix. Yeah, Victor was saying. Yeah, yeah his, for, her first movie ever was with Jorge Negrete, El Peñón de las Animas. And that's the one that... That's where you see her like super young and very light, not heavy, like not La Doña. Yeah. She was just light, right? beautiful. You can tell there was a great actress and there is a great actress in there. Mm -hmm. And then Jorge Negrete, I mean, it's, you know, in any of those movies, you're going to hear them sing. So right. Jorge Negrete just singing in any movie was great. Um, but yeah. that's a that's a good movie. I should have done that one, shouldn't I? <laughs> is it available? It is actually. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Damn it. God all right, we're done. All right. Uh, okay. So, no, wait a minute. Did, we'll be doing this next week. So, Jorge Negrete did a movie with Pedro Infante too. That's not yes. available, is it? I forgot the name of the movie. Um, I don't think when I searched it, it wasn't, but right. it was coming up available. But when you would click on it, it was like blank or whatever. Uh, but I think it's because of Pedro Infante. Like for uh, some reason, okay. a lot of Pedro Infante movies are not like populating. I know they were like they were both cops, right? right? Or like yeah. like something like that, like Rangers, whatever the fuck they were, cops, and they were driving, and of course they're singing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the better thing to do than sing in the road, you know? <laughs> no, that was a good movie. Um, Compañeros, what is it called? Uh, I don't know. I, I, there were CHP? Something like that. Like yeah. Chips, the original yeah. Chips. Yeah, okay. I remember something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't in black and white. It was like that sepia. Sepia. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It had yeah. for sure. <laughs> but I mean, you have two. Like, and a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people don't know this or they do, but I feel like you find out at some point in your life. Jorge Negrete gave Pedro Infante like his first, you know, chances at like film. Really? Yeah. So Jorge or Pedro Infante moved to Mexico City with his very rich wife, and uh, they were like neighbors with Jorge Negrete, and Jorge Negrete was already a huge star. So Pedro Infante's wife knew somebody that knew Jorge Negrete, and mm -hmm. they they were like, oh, why don't you introduce them? And oh, so right. they got introduced, and then. 
Jorge was like, you know, we'll put you in some movies or whatever. Jorge Negrete had a huge like pull in. So they were originally, these guys were originally singers or the actors slash singers? Originally actors, surprisingly. Because yeah, I thought they were singer singers. And then they started singing in their movies. So it was okay. like, I guess at the time it was like just a thing that you just did. Yeah. Because they could sing. Like the theme. But what I remember, they can actually sing. Yeah. Another thing about Maria Felix, uh, and I just found out this very recently, she was married to Agustin Lara. Yeah, she was. And he died of lung cancer, I think. He, was he it? made a song about her, I believe. Yeah, Maria Bonita. Maria Bonita. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. Dude, but I was like, what the fuck? Anyways, I, I did not know this. Yeah, good stuff. Where are you? Where I have know, you been? I know. What am I? I'm, you know what, guys? The thing is, I'm learning now. I'm here <laughs> and I'm learning. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, yeah, that's Jorge Negrete and Perry uh, oh. So I got a question for you, Bobby. That's another one that's been, uh, uh, and it's funny because I did re- research, the, research the movie. I ain't going to lie, side yesterday. And uh, even though I know, already knew a little bit about Maria Felix, but I saw the movie. But I noticed something. There was an actor there that reminded me so much of Rafael Inclán. Then I look at the credits, and there's, an, there's a character there called Miguel Inclán. Do you think they're related? Or is it possible? Do you know anything? Because he sounded like Rafael Inclán, dude. He literally, he has a line. He has a couple lines in the, in the movie. And he's, he's sitting down on the couch, and he's talking to him. And I swear to God, I thought it was Rafael Inclán. So my thing was like, again, I'm not confirming that's who it is related to Rafael Inclán. Right. But he sounded like him. And then I look back at the credits, and it said somebody's name Miguel Inclán. It could be a coincidence. I'm just saying, would you know anything about that? I don't. I don't. But I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of these people right. are come from or started their own family, you know, dynasty. Like, like in other words, Rafael Inclán would be the son or right, or the, or the, or the grandkid, or right. you know, um, shit. You know, a lot of Jorge Negrete's cousins and nieces mm. were dynasty before and after him. Oh, okay. And Pedro Infante, a lot of his dynasty started with him after right. that. So you, you see a lot of Infantes. Um, so, I mean, at that time, I wouldn't be surprised if they were... Right. Uh, in this movie, um, the actor who plays Maria Felix is like, uh, or sort of rival, her last name is Soler. The Soler family in that in that day and age, they were like a dynasty as well. Um, so and, and also the general that was dressed in white. Remember how he had a El General, the, the other guy was doing that? He reminded me of Chattanooga for whatever. He reminded me. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. it was him. But I was like, no, that fucker looks already old. <laughs> He's a yeah. vampire. He's immortal. Yeah, and this is like 1943. Right, right. <laughs> so, Robert, can you give us a little brief uh, synopsis of on the movie? Yeah, definitely. The movie Doña Barbara starts with a young Doña Barbara, and she ends up getting raped by these like pirates, basically, uh, in, a, in a boat. And then they also kill her boyfriend or lover that she's known for like a day <laughs> the love interest <laughs> yeah, yeah the love interest love interest and um and so then she kind of grows up like hating men and and then she starts using men for for their money and their land and uh and then she ends up you know getting land from this one marriage she's in so she has a daughter and then she gets land and then her husband ends up uh getting being like a, a drunk an alcoholic and then she never gives a shit about her daughter like she just kind of disowns the disowns you would think the daughter was like a homeless right. person right. right and so um doña barbara like you know she has like all this land and she has all this this cattle and she owns a lot of things and she has like really rich neighbors as well that also own land and stuff like that but then there's this old school neighbor that comes back and he's like hey you know you guys kind of like stepped over my land like what's up with that he's like i'm gonna start i'm gonna put a fence up basically and so they have they end up taking it to the judge and 
some of the neighbors are like, no, nah, that's fucked up. He can't just do that. And then she goes, well, she kind of like sees him and he reminds her of the, the lover, the lover that they killed. So she's, she sort of like tells herself like, that's, he's the one, like, I'm going to, this is, I'm going to keep him basically. I'm going right, to, he's right. mine. She then proposes to like, you know, do whatever he wants. So, so he's like, okay. So he's kind of like surprised at that. He's like, what? Like, I've heard all these bad things about her, like throughout, you know, the, the village hard to like, deal with yeah deal. people are like she's hard to deal with she's a man eater she's this she's that she's heartless um and, and she is like she you know in the movie she like freaking slaps people with her like latigo what is that called yeah, yeah for the horse whip thing yeah like a horse, horse whip. whip yeah she horse whips people in the fucking face like yeah. yeah so and people don't say anything they literally like eat all the they eat it up. They're like, yeah, no. they eat up all the anger and all the everything. She's a mean bitch, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, but with this guy, she's like, oh, I'll give him whatever he wants. And yeah. But really, she wants him. She and, and she wants him to see the good in her. And it's almost like, kind of like that. I feel like it was like, she wanted him to see like, that whatever they were saying about her was not true. And right. it's almost like he was the one that was changing her or whatever. Like she became um, vulnerable. Right. She you know, Vulnerable, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so... He ends up not like, you know, he ends up just like he takes his her daughter and he takes her ex-husband and kind of like gives him a home and food and whatnot. Um, takes the daughter and like gives her, you know, clothing and makes her a, a, right. a young a young lady or whatever. And all these good things happen. But then he also doesn't fall for her, which is what she wanted. Right. And so but <laughs> at the end of the day, she the, the movie's such a weird ending. It's like it does have a weird ending. She literally just disappears. Yeah, it, <clears throat> leaves. Yeah, it, it 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 tries to create an arc for her, for sure, and it and it is, I guess, in a way. But it, it's just so, it's so soft. I don't know how to explain it. Like you would think that somebody else had come across her life and told her those exact same things that would make her change. You right. know what I mean? What I what I got from it is that um her her um her temperament and all that, like you said, it was due to because she couldn't trust men. She men were evil to her and. But what I didn't get was, okay, I get that you take advantage of men. She had that, that her husband, that her ex-husband or whatever, the one she had the, the little girl with. Yeah. Who was uh, who was an alcoholic due to her. Right. Um, her, maybe her abandoning her or whatever. Whatever led him down that path. It had to do with her. My next thing was like, I get that. And she had a, like a boyfriend. Uh, like in the, the beginning of the was, movie, yeah. In the boyfriend. She was kind of using it in the same way. She was kind of taking advantage of him. And you well, he see- told he told her, "Hey, people are talking shit. You know, maybe we should just get married, get yeah. over with." You know, and she's like, right. "Fuck you, bitch! I'm just using you." Yeah, because there was a scene where she's like, "Oh, so you found somebody else?" Because she hadn't seen him for a while, right. so she was like, "Oh, you found somebody else?" Like she was still like, and he was he he almost said something like, "Well, you, you basically told me to fuck off," but like she's trying to lure him back in because she still has a use for him. Right. You know what I mean? And so I get that, but what I didn't get was why the daughter was something that she didn't care about. They, they never emphasize that. Maybe she reminded her too much of herself. Because even to to the, the main guy, to to her love interest, you know, when he's like, "Why, why would you just, you know?" When she was, why would you, why would she be starving when you have so yeah. much? And she right. goes, you know, when I was her age, I got through, I made it through, and I made something of myself. And I had it worse. And I didn't need anybody. Yeah, and I and I, I, I had, had it worse. worse than she did. And so he, she was kind of like, you know. That's so she practically, she, psychologically, she practically took it out on her daughter too as well. No, totally. It wasn't For just sure. guys. It took it on her own. And that's what I daughter. didn't get because you would think she'd be like, oh, she she's, a, a, she's a woman. Let's right. protect her. And I saw, I saw we're drinking here. We're drinking so today. we're having a little beers here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, having our time. we're drinking we today, I guess. from eating conchas to, <laughs> to, beer and to beer. having beer. 
So that's what I didn't get. Like, I, w- I would have thought that she would have been more protective of her and kind of maybe teach her the ways of, of being a strong woman. Right. Yeah, I, w- I could totally see that. I just think that Doña Barbara is just, she was kind of a cold-hearted bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She really was. Very stern, very, I mean, beautiful. Yeah, and, and totally. I, one of the parts that I did like from the, from the movie was when she actually went up to her daughter after she got cleaned up. He cleaned her up, he brushed her hair, whatever he did. And he looked at it and he gave her a certain smile where it was still, to some degree in the beginning, it looked like it was evil, more like, like a smirk. Yeah. And then she realized, oh shit, she's actually beautiful and she's trying to take my man. At least that's what I took at that moment where, oh, she's, she's competition. Right. And it's a real competition. No, I, I, I took a different sort of, I, 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 I disagree. I, I took it like she was pleased to see her like that because she had always been, you know, like. Yeah, we disagree. Yeah. I think she was actually kind of like for a second, like she kind of did show like a little motherly pride in her right. daughter because okay. up to that point we had seen this kid like just rolling around in the in the, the dirt which is a little too weird for me too because she was kind of an adult almost right even though they say she's a minor but she was acting way too like well, well, too remember, childish she, remember she wasn't being she wasn't being educated dude so yeah. you're not educated it doesn't really i mean i'm not gonna say it doesn't really matter but to some degree it doesn't matter what age you are you didn't get educated you're gonna be a kid at, at some level in your mind your mindset so but, she was acting like she was 10 because that's what she knew but at the, least for what I got from the movie. But I mean, I you would think she would have a little bit level, uh, level of maturity again, where she wanted to kind yeah. of brush her hair and clean her face. I understand, gotcha. but you know what I mean. You don't have to be. Uh, well, in today's times, she would see other other forms of. Uh, Maybe I should do this. But remember, this isn't a fucking Mexico. It looks like there wasn't that many things that she could look up to or or, or learn on right. her own. Yeah, I mean, I think that common sense would tell you. Right, that. exactly. That's, that's kind of what I was going. Common sense is not common so i don't think that as much as to me that's common sense i don't think for somebody like her that's her common sense oh, okay. to her it was just like it's just easier not to do my hair and it's easier not to roll around face, the dirt. and yeah. it's easier to you know be on the dirt and yeah. i might you know it's easier to not do this and yeah and you'd be you surprised know. how the fact that you, there's no motherly nurturing your yeah. mother not nurturing you dude or influence or influence father. will or father will right. give you will, will keep you at a certain level in your mindset as a kid dude so right. that's something you know that's because even that's though she you, had a father and she loved her father, even though he's a drunk. But when she, when the other guy, the rich guy, picked her up, picked her up and her father up, she looked at him like he was a new father, even though she fell in love with him. It was almost like daddy issues. Like it was almost like, oh yeah, definitely. You know, he's an older me. gentleman, and I also don't think that that was his intention with her. No, right. It's funny because well, he introduced to her, he introduced himself to her like a cousin, right? Like a well. Not a, I'm your I'm your dad's cousin, cousin or something like that. So, so they were I'm, definitely uncle. related in, in a way, right? And um, so when this whole because my my thought was that Doña Barbara, right? Yeah. And this guy, which I, uh, Doctor um, something Santos Luzardo. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna I thought they were gonna end up together. Me too. I thought that's what the movie was yeah. going. Right. And I thought maybe the young the young girl was gonna end up with maybe uh, maybe somebody else, or, you know, okay. or, or just you know because she was of age, I guess, to to get married. So I thought that's where the movie was going, but it really did take a twist because, like you said, she was kind of like throwing herself at him to a certain point, the, right. Doña Barbara. Right. But when I saw that, I thought there was intent behind it. Like, oh, I don't think she really liked him, even though she reminded him. I mean, reminded her of of her the other guy that the movie when the movie started. The young love. The young the love lover. for a day. <laughs> yeah, the love interest. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that what I thought was like, okay, she's kind of going soft on him because she does the reminder, but at the same time. I'm gonna get what I what I need of him, you know, and right. I guess the land, the cattle, whatever. So I thought that's kind of where the movie was going, and I thought he was gonna somehow convince her because he wasn't rude to her. He wasn't like you know he he didn't really put her in her place. 
and there was a spa where he did but for the most part he just kind of like dealt with her business like he didn't get emotionally involved with her in any way as far as like getting overworked out because of her, her the way she was doing things yeah. yeah another thing i noticed about this movie and it's funny for whatever reason it's 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 going through my head as far as if i had to put an, an analogy of the way i think of the way mo- the movie ended i think of a car that was put in neutral and it went it still went that way <laughs> it still went north let's yeah. say but it went there on neutral it just went and went in and, and the movie ended like there was no strong <laughs> right I, you always think of a movie like there's gonna be a part where you speed up and you're gonna crash or you're gonna just go through something right yeah it almost yeah. seems like oh, we're gonna end and it's put on neutral and eventually it's gonna end I mean, they, there uh, was nothing that impactful to me as far as the way it ended. It's it, almost like, what did they rely on for this movie? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing about this movie. I was intrigued because the narration helped, by the way. The narration helped it. It, it did move a little bit slow, but not that slow that, you know, that it, that it was horrible. But I just feel like there were certain things that, like when they were introducing all his uh, his crew, or the farm help or whatever yeah. you call it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, do, you, do we need to see him meet every fucking body? <laughs> that, that was that like, very, like theaterish to you know me. what i mean yeah, yeah. The, you didn't need those you, you didn't need that so that kind of s- slowed the story down yeah i didn't get that yeah and then you know like when there was parts when they were talking about themselves that kind of just it was like a sub story going on that didn't really matter you know yeah. what? those little things like that but i enjoyed the the acting between the the drunk dad and the the guy that was uh giving him the the, the whiskey guillermo yeah guillermo yeah <laughs> he was definitely douchey he was, and he had an accent. Yeah, like what, he was, what's up with that? Well, I, I couldn't figure a out. A lot the of people had accents, and yeah. I, for, to be honest, I don't know why. I'm assuming it's just how it just how it is. Like, well, he's from another country, right? Well, obviously, but from where? No, no, no. In the movie, <laughs> he says, "In your country," he kept saying. In well, your country, the rules this. In your country, this. Right. Right. So, but why is he there now at this point? Like, what brought? brought about him what brought there? him? Yeah, because the other actors, the other characters, had accents as well or dialects as well, and it's like. Where are they from? Why are they there? Why are they dressed like they are dressed? Right. Because some of them you would have been like, oh, they're for sure Mexican. They're dressed like rancheros or whatever. Right. Yeah. But they started talking. You'd be like, well, are they Cuban? Like, what? <laughs> that was my other thing with the movie. There were certain things that they were saying, and I guess I guess it was because of the, the dialect of the time or the dialect of the characters that I didn't. There were some of the words that I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. For like certain words, like, who's oh, the guy that you know that that Indian guy? The one that was that would call um, Maricela mis ojos or something like that. Yeah, the guy that would bring her food. The guy that bring her food. Oh. He was said. He said. Pe- what the hell was he calling them? Primo. No, the the birds. I don't know what he was calling them. Pe- pe- peones or pe- something. Pe- he was pe- using pe- these nice. words. I can't remember what he was saying. But okay, well, next time watch I, the movie, man. <laughs> no, I did watch it, but I didn't understand what he was. Uh, there was certain words like that that I didn't yeah. get what they were, they were talking about. Right. But I was able to follow along because eventually, kind of, you kind of. Their actions showed you what they were talking about. Right. Because when he was saying these words, he would look up. So I'm like, okay, he's talking about those fucking birds. And what's up with the witchcraft shit, man? There is, that was out of fucking, right. like, <laughs> left field. fucking left field. Like, right. It was like, <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of things with this movie that's so not. Isn't it? Isn't it like some loose ends? There's so much. This is, I think that the more, the, the best I can explain is like, to me, this was one of the movies if I can put it to like to relate to nowadays is like when you see a movie that's been hyped for so long. Right. Then you watch yes. it and you're like, wait, what? What the fuck? <laughs> because first of all, the director of this movie is somebody who is considered to be one of the pioneers of Mexican cinema. We're talking about somebody who who was part of the second movie ever to have sound in Mexico back in like the 20s or 30s or whatever. Like this is a man who knew his shit. Right. And he wrote and directed and edited this thing, I think. I don't, right. I don't know if he was. Wow. But like basically like he was 
he's a genius. He was considered a genius. Right. Um, and again, this is the movie that made Maria Felix La Doña. Like, this is how it all started. But then you watch it, and there's all this stuff that you're like, what the fuck, what the fuck? Well, did I just watch? You know what, dude? I'll be honest with you. I found it more interesting than the other one we talked about last time. No uh, way. Yes, like the Can Candelaria Maria one. Maria Candelaria. Yeah. I actually, and I, I think it had to do with pacing. Even though the story threw me off a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, I, it was, there was a lot of things that you're like, why? But okay, whatever. Go, go move those. Move, let's move along. But I felt that this one did move a little bit faster. Okay. I, I, I like the performance performances a lot yeah. in this one. I like the drunk dad. I thought he was going to get a redemption. And then like, he dies. And then he dies. Like, yeah. like well, that's uh, his redemption. But no, but I mean, I thought, I, know, I, know. I thought when they offered him the whiskey, I thought he wasn't going to take it. Yeah, because you know? he sold his daughter for whiskey. Well, I thought he wasn't going to take it, you know, like, because yeah. the, the guy's like, here it is. Yeah. And he's like, and he just grabs it, you know, like, after he had been, I guess, in, uh, I, I wouldn't well, say. Um, well, alcoholics is, is a motherfucker, dude. He had been sober or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. He had been in, uh, not rehab, but took him to a place where he didn't have access to it. Right. So I thought that that would have been his redemption, if nothing else, you know. Right. That he would have, like, no, it's my daughter. Get the fuck out of here kind of thing. And he just, right. like, took the bottles. Mm -hmm. And then by the time he realized what he's done. You know, he gets a stroke or whatever. Well, yeah, because they probably hit him. It actually hit him, hit him hard in the heart. Like I don't mean that literal. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> pobrecito. Like he fucking finally realized what he create, what he what he caused. But oh, he's part to blame. But can I say something? Yeah. Oh, going back to the where the brujeria part, where he goes, you continue. It's funny. He told him, you continue doing your brujeria. Like, like what did he mean by that? Like literal? Like he doesn't give he, a fuck. Right. So like he doesn't believe in it. So do it all for one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. That's this that's what it is it's like you know and and just how we have them now it's like you either believe in it or you don't yeah and i don't know i mean we're not getting into that but like as far as the movie the indio guy um was not very educated so he he bought into it right he was fearful of it right. he, this guy's a doctor he's educated right he's like uh whatever i don't believe in this shit so right. yeah but all the indians everybody was afraid of her Right. right, and some of them had even probably seen it work, you know, in the past, like seen her, or to assume that it seen her, or assumed it yeah. worked. Yeah, but it was funny because well, uh, they right. assume. Sorry, Vic, uh, they assume, but I think it had a lot to do more with her money and her able to control <laughs> her men and to fear. do yeah. who do who went to go do things for her. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's oh yeah. Gorgeous, dude. I mean, who doesn't listen to a beautiful woman, dude? It's kind of hard for a man not to listen to a beautiful woman, dude. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, I know it sounds weird, but come on. You saw a pretty girl on the street, and someone she tells you, "Oh, can you help me with this?" You're not gonna go, nah. Yeah, and it seemed to me like just, she, the way we were. <laughs> it seemed to me like she got what she wanted from men, and <sighs> this beer's and, in every way, and just kind of disposed of them. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't like she didn't, you know. She lost everything the day she got raped. And when men came around, she maybe she she still needed, you know, the body stuff, you know. The and, fuck and, and I feel like that? she, she had uh, cravings. Yeah, and and, and it sh it kind of shows like remember one of the guys was saying like, "Oh, it's been a while since she." She wore uh, pretty clothes because she was dressed up like a woman because usually right. she was wearing like a cowboy, you know, and that's yeah. how she was dressed up like like she was in. There is one part I did like, though. Literally, when he left and he said, continue doing your, your pinche brujeria, uh, witchcraft, yeah, she sits down and she narrates her own voice saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing now. Like, I don't know what right. I'm doing. And that to me was brilliant. They, they, they actually point that out. Even though it's obvious. Right. You can tell she was having a conflict in her head. But when she narrates it, to me, that was like, that was like ideal. Yeah, it was a, she was having a conversation with her cell phone. Right. It's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm, I don't know what I want anymore. Right. God damn it. She's almost, she's almost like mad at herself. Right. And what's up with her fucking 45 second uh, fades? Sorry, I'm getting technical. The fades <laughs> are so fucking long. You can actually see the guy cut. You can see the guy already clean her face with makeup. <laughs> <laughs> she probably knows what I'm talking about. It's like, 
face for too long. She's That's doing funny. this. She's nodding her head. And they're already on the white shot, but the fade's still there. She's still doing this. I'm like, yeah. cut the fade, cut the fade. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. there were some long ones. There's some long fucking fades. <laughs> I feel like I was watching Star Wars again. Yeah. <laughs> those magical wipes. You ever seen those the magical wipes? Long fucking wipes. I was like, really? That's true. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you found a lot of discrepancies in there. Yeah, I mean there was the editing, editing. there was editing problems. Yeah. It it looked like they didn't have the shot. Like I said, technically <laughs> in, in the technical aspect, I enjoyed this movie more than the other one. Performance wise, I enjoyed it more than the other ones. I thought it was funnier. I really enjoyed the I'm not saying the other people didn't know how to act. I'm saying that I enjoyed the conversation, especially in that uh that judge place with a guy, uh his friend from from school, or whatever, and then his boss shows up. Yeah. And like fires him, like yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy that character. Like I, I really enjoy the conversations that they were having. Like I, I got into it. Right. Like you know what I mean? There were some things that I didn't understand again because of dialect or whatever type of words did, they chose. Did you guys realize the actor that's in this movie that played a big part in last movie? In the last movie? Yeah. Was it that? Uh, oh the, shit! Which one? The the the, the owner guy, the yeah. store owner, right? The store owner. owner. Yeah. He was in this movie. Oh fuck! Did I miss it? And he gets killed. He's supposed to go kill Doctor Luzardo Sam, or whatever. Yeah, Sam and Luzardo. then he ends up killing him. Luzardo kills him. him. Yeah. And then he, and then she, because Doña Barbara sends him to kill, right? But then he ends up coming back in his in his uh, horse, and he's like on top of the horse, like dead. Yeah. When he comes back to the ranch, oh, and shit. she's like, "Oh shit! Like, how did the fuck did this happen?" It's weird because it, speaking to that scene, well, I didn't recognize him from the last one. Yeah. He looked a little bit different. Yeah. Let's look into that scene. Um, he covers for, she covers for him, right? She sets it up like the guy yes. who stole the feathers and then they killed each other or whatever. Right. That, that kind of, oh no, they killed him because he stole the feathers and he killed him because he knew about her or whatever. They just, she does a thing where they cover him. So then I was thinking, well, that guy Guillermo, he knows about it. He knows the truth. And I'm like, well, what's the point of him knowing the truth if that's just what's going to happen? But then I go, oh, okay, they're showing us having her redemption there or whatever right. you know they're showing us that she's saying no don't fuck with them right that you didn't that didn't happen no but i heard him say it no you didn't you right. know what i mean and the yeah. guy's just like i don't know if the guy got He's scared like, no, of her. i'm pretty sure i did no you didn't yeah <laughs> it's like what so i don't know if the guy got scared and she's like went along with it she's like doing like a fucking jedi yeah trick <laughs> no you didn't no you didn't yeah <laughs> but i d no no so that's where that's kind of where we see her kind of like change her ways or whatever like yeah. or figure out and i guess after that paradise <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> she's the genie she's freed yeah <laughs> she sh shows up because she goes to hawaii yeah honestly like i think that it's the ending was weird you don't know where the fuck she goes right right you know well she does say that i'm still young my life i have my whole life ahead of me right i can start all over so you, we do we do get that so we do understand that and there's that voiceover at the end that tells you like you know when doña barbara leaves and she, you never hear from her again she yeah no more evil everybody likes her it's right. kind of like scrooge at the end uh, uh christmas carol at the end right and he was good as his word was as good as gold and he <laughs> held christmas in his heart and blah, blah, blah. which in real life that wouldn't hold fucking shit dude. not even in court <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh the, again with the killing uh, with the the Santos, uh, Doctor Santos guy, he was he did it in self defense. So I don't I don't think he would have got busted. But then again, she owns the town, so yeah. But I also don't think he wanted to kill because no. he was more sad about the fact that he killed somebody. He killed another human being, yeah. like a living thing. Right. Like he was such a good person. <laughs> right. You know, and it's like right. Fuck. Like now he killed someone. 
Yeah, and I think that the, the drunk guy had told him that well, that's what these lands do to you. They make you, uh, I guess, he said something about killing or something. And that's why he was having these little flashbacks of the, of the guy's voice where he said your hands were going to get tainted by, yeah. by wine, colors, yeah. whatever. Wow. Yeah. How the fuck did I miss that part? Did I did I go <laughs> off? I swear to God. You didn't, did you see it? I see you it. Know, I the, saw the, the, fucking the, movie. the dialogue, too, compared to the last movie, this dialogue is a little bit more, if you're reading a book, like poetic like there was a lot more words inside their their script i feel like there was a lot of words yeah like <laughs> a lot of smart words yeah but I, I think it's because the writer like it was like a legit writer who wrote this yeah i in mean the, the sense that it came from like a book and like they adapted it into a screenplay and right as as weak as sort of some of the storyline seemed it did seem more developed as far as right. the script wise and all that because the conversations were interesting and on their own but right. when you put them together in a big you know, a line that just kind of didn't. Right. I don't know. It was, that was the that was the part that was kind of a little bit weird for me. Okay. But it was a coherent story. It wasn't like oh shit, yeah. they jumped from you know they didn't time travel or anything. Like that. You know what I mean? Right. It was a straight you know. But like you said, there was certain things like we, where you figured like I never see. Okay, you know how they were like Doña Barbara, right? I never really saw her be Doña Barbara except for the you know her face is be, her face being really angry all the time. Right. But you never really saw her be so horrible as they were describing her. You never really saw that punch. You Even saw that when you were talking about, but I mean, but I mean, I gave whipped all the time. But I mean, that's that's a, that was a she whipped the guy. But okay, but <laughs> twice on the face. But it's okay. Well, we got it on both sides. But I mean, they, the way they made it sound like oh, she's starving fucking people. I'm sorry, but if she's I get hit by a woman in the face, I'm talking in the sense like she wasn't starving kids and and just like, just her, just her daughter. Oh, again, good point. <laughs> no, like she, you good point. again. Go back to 1943 or whenever this is taking place. This is a really shitty thing to do. Like right. you're a woman and you're smacking, or even a man and you're smacking people in the face with uh, a that wouldn't fly, a dude. horse thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. A horse whip. A horse. Whip. You don't even want to smack a horse with a horse whip nowadays. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back in the day, you smack someone in the face with that twice, and then they mm. find out, and then they find out your daughter's also like not being fed, right. not being educated. And you know what? Educated. Right. Every kid goes to an elementary. Right. Every kid. I do have a question, though, before I forget, because I was about to forget. Why is it funny to me? And it was fucking hilarious to me for whatever reason. To me, this was the comic relief, and it probably wasn't intended to be. When the fucking maraquero is singing <laughs> with her, and they're both singing. What was up with that, dude? Apparently, Victor, in these movies, they like to sing. And they just, like, there's random moments of singing. But and she knew the words, and it looked like he just made it up, and she's like, I know the lyrics. It seems to me that, at least in this particular song, the Dr. Lusardo wrote these words for both people okay no and one. so okay. he okay. gives them to her as like it's a poem but she recites she memorizes it and then she recites it back in like in a song okay and then is that what he said yeah this sounds familiar huh right and then the other right. guy is supposed to be making up his own shit but actually it was written by dr luzardo uh, or mr okay. luzardo and then that's why she's like she's like wait those words sounded very familiar and he's like she said it, okay. and then yeah you know, and then because she, she says, because it were about me. Right. And that's when he goes, she goes, was it about you? I know. Like, relax, girl. You're not all that. Right? No. That's what I got. But it's funny because she goes, you're very, you're actually, I think you're very smart. And she goes, and what else do you think of me? He goes, and he goes, what else do you want me to think of you? Like, right. There's a part right when he goes, what else do you want me to say about you nicely? Like, what, what nice thing do you want me to say? Right. She wanted him to say, like, you're beautiful or like. Right. But he never did, right? Like, what, like what you would tell a woman. Right. Yeah. Because that's never his intention. Exactly. Well, he yeah. did tell her she was beautiful in the beginning. 
No, no, I know. I understand. But that particular scene when she wanted to hear. Which yeah. is why she went with him. Which was so, funny. He told her things she wanted to hear in the beginning so she could trust him. Right. right. But also, it was never his intention. Yeah. It wasn't a dirty old man yeah. situation. But even then, he was like, what else, bitch? What else do you want to hear from me? Shit. Yeah. It was It was funny because um, uh, I la- that's the parts that made me laugh in the beginning where he's like, oh, I heard your face was all fucked up. I heard you had fucking like, weird <laughs> eyes or whatever. Yeah. Your, your teeth face were- was all fucked up. <laughs> and she's like, what? So she showed because she didn't want to show her face. Remember, she's covering right. her face. Yeah. And when she when he's saying, "Well, because I heard your face was they had this, yeah, your yeah. face had that," so she looks up and he's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And like, <laughs> so or whatever. Up, <laughs> so I thought that was funny, like yeah. the way he got her to look up. You know, I have to agree with Eddie though. The movie was a little more, uh, a little more fast paced in comparison to Maria Calendaria. I, I mean, but but I disagree with Eddie in the in the aspect that Maria Calendaria to me seemed more epic. It seemed more, uh, to me, it seemed more dramatical, more. And and, it, and as fucked up as it is that she died, it had a more dramatical ending. Like, oh, right. fucked up ending on Maria Carmen right. But it's emotionally driven. You, you get emotionally driven and attached to it to that level. Right. This one's more like, it ended. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think what did it for me, I guess, was because I did like the characters more here. I did like the, the conversations more that they were having. Mm-hmm. Even the, um, uh, the, the Doña Barbara, I, I really liked her acting. I like the doctor guy's acting. I like the Guillermo guy, right. which I can remember. The, I can remember a little bit more. Even the girl Maricela. yeah, right. you know, I liked her. Um, I don't know. I, I the camera movements, which I think the other movie, the other movie lacked a lot. This well, movie, remember this, this movie had a lot, a lot more uh, camera movements that that made dramatic moments more dramatic, or right. you know, the just kind right. of things like that. You know, well, the other one, like I think Bobby mentioned on the last one, it was more of he wanted to show. The epic, the size of it. Right. right. He wanted to show the world these particular yeah. places in Mexico. Because don't forget, also, Elindio Fernandez, who directed the last one, um, his stuff would generally go international. Right. And and so for a lot a lot of his purpose was to show the people elsewhere the beauty of Mexico, right? Right. So a lot of, that's why a lot of his stuff was like, you know, picturesque or whatever. Um, this guy... Was just he had been in the industry for so long. He's one of the pioneers of you know Mexican cinema, um, so his style is different. And right. he kind of created this like Mexican rancher, comi- like he's known to be like the one of the first creators of comedia ranchera, if you will. Okay. Uh, okay. In that time, which to me is like if this is it, you know, show me something else. Because um, I wasn't really laughing. So. Yeah, <laughs> and long dissolves. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, long, long as dissolves. dissolves. It, it didn't have a lot of like you said comic moments. Like you're like, oh my god, it was you weren't laughing a lot. But like I said, I like the camera movements and these like they had reveals where the guy would walk off frame and the camera would move and you'd see the girl come the other way. Right. And which that you know it it, it, it was more live. You know, it livened right. up the movie. You know. Yeah. That's kind of what I what I meant. You know. There was some acting also was a little over the top cheesy in certain in certain spots like when the what in the one that comes to mind is when the the guy Guillermo grabs the girl like hey well I just bought you and he's like grabbing her like yeah. and it's weird <laughs> but he's not taking her anywhere yeah he's just like it's like let me go let me go he's like, but he's yeah. just like he's just like ha 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 yeah you're mine yeah yeah it got it got all fucking cartoony all of a sudden you know what I mean. Uh, that, but, that's the kind of stuff that I that I mean by like all of a sudden getting over the top, you know. Right. But overall, I, I like the movie. I mean, I I liked it. If I had a hey, sorry, Bobby, but if I had to put a a number, it uh, Maria, I, I like Maria Candelaria more. Mm. My opinion, I liked it more. But 
This was also I just I just didn't like the way it ended. <laughs> I always expect something dramatical in all the movies. Well, I I, I get <laughs> I mean, I'm like, again, just... again I get where they were going with the ending. I just think that they could have taken off the witchcraft stuff that they didn't need. I don't think it needed it. Yeah, it. But you know what? I don't think it needed. It. I think I think they were well done. I think had the had the movie theme was that it would have mm. been a whole different movie. Yeah, if that was like, and it yeah. would have been a better movie. I think. Either have some of it or none of. I mean, have right. a lot more of it or none like, of it. So com- really commit or just yeah, but don't like fucking. Why do just, just not the not the tip? Yeah, I mean, the right. entire thing. Yeah, yeah, you sprinkled it with this, with the with the witchcraft. But it's funny. So what's the deal? When when the picture was upside down, did he get a headache? Well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Oh, happened. I have a headache. Put it back. I mean, oh, yeah. it's gone. Oh, I have a headache. <laughs> that was no, that I, something about her uh, about his about his plans and everything. Did he see the world be, upside down? When being he turned like, upside down. Yeah, like like make them get oh, fucked okay. up. And then the angels face their back on him. Because if I was upside down, I think I'd get a headache. Stuff. Yeah, I would get a headache. Hey, I'm sure he he suffered a few headaches yeah. with uh, the daughter. Uh, but yeah. but no, yeah, um, yeah. I feel like the scenes that were shot. Where there was witchcraft, I think they were very well done because they were very macabre, very yeah. like yeah. you know, yeah. very. She reminded me of Maleficent. Maleficent. That's what I was going to yeah, tell very, you. Very, very what a, that type of movie should be. Right. And with Maria Felix playing that character, you're like, holy shit, this yeah. bitch is a witch. Yeah, and you know? sexy as fuck. I'm sorry. Right. She's beautiful. But then it was not about that, and so then it's just, just fuck. Like, should have, right. should have stuck. Like you said, they should have put more emphasis or not at all. <laughs> yeah, either go all the way. Or, right, or, right. or don't even mention it because it's like I, they were on a witchcraft bu- budget. Because <laughs> <laughs> like we only uh, have is that a low budget? I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we only have a hundred bucks for candles and yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying because I think to me she would have been more fearful if she was just someone that people were afraid of because not because she believed in witchcraft or what the fuck, because she was that she was just that tough woman. Right. She was just that um, she was a uh, fucking Coco's Coco's mom or whatever. <laughs> Coco's daughter, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, Co- uh, remember the, um, the Miguel's mom, grandma from the movie Coco's? I like that you called him Miguel because a lot of people call think Miguel is Coco. No, no, that's... Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, one of my students... Oh, quick shout out to uh, Calexico High School Theater Company uh, down in Calexico in my, my old high school and uh, to the advisors, Carlos Alvarado and Annie Alvarado. But there's a kid there who dressed up as Miguel. Yeah, and I guess he was getting all these people saying, "Oh, it is Coco," <laughs> you know. He's yeah. like, "No, soy Coco, soy Miguel," you know, right. like, "Hello." So it's funny because I feel like a lot of people that I encounter think it it's Coco, but it's no, it's Miguel. The character is right. Miguel, and like Miguel's grandma, that's kind of what a comparison I was right. She was she was a uh, sorry, it was your comparison. No, no, who was <laughs> I'm it? Like hijacking it? No, it was Coco's mom. Coco's mom. That's what I'm t- thinking about. Remember that one, the lady who started right. the shoe company? Because we're going way back yeah, farther. She got abandoned, and she became there was it had she had her power had nothing to do with witchcraft or anything. It was just her being a tough woman and hardworking woman, right. and, and people feared her because of the of the way she was, the, how life hardened her, and and it was because of her work, right, that got her to where she was. See, you know what's funny? I would. I would love to see a movie like Coco in like real action, like real live action. Real live action with Coco? Well, you don't never yeah. know. But this don't be surprised. Oh, God. This is making every years, right? Yeah. Um, you know what I didn't like about Coco? What was that? Okay, first of all, I can tell you this much. There was one thing missing of, and please, listeners out there, <laughs> if I am wrong, please prove me the fuck wrong because I would love to be wrong about this. 
There is no pan de muerto in this fucking movie. Okay, you fucking lost this. Cause okay. I'm Mexican, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. You don't know what pan de muerto is? I should. I know. I'm looking at you like I should. <laughs> I don't, bro. Eddie, please Eddie. <laughs> save us. Eddie. No. Nope. Eddie. Is there a specific kind of bread? Is like this conchas? Or something? Is it like conchas? I said conchas. Is I better. I got to stop drinking. Is it like a cookie? <laughs> is it that cookie looking one? What are you drinking, by the Se way? Se las voy a dejar de tarea. All right, Puta gonna to, man. We're going to have to look it up. I, which I just basically, listeners, I just said, I'm going to leave it for homework. For these so guys. if you guys don't know what pan de muerto is, hey, which hey, is... We're Mexican, everyone. Bread, bread, dead bread. Dead bread. <laughs> I guess if you... <laughs> If you um, are you serious? I don't know what the fuck that is, bro. Have you ever done? Have you ever celebrated Dia de los Muertos? No, no. Do you know when Dia de los Muertos is? Yes, but it's when a, is it? September. No. Oh shit! Exactly. No, exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> do Maybe it. it's the beer. Yeah, we'll see it algo. It just, we just, it just happened, dude. It yeah, I know happened. it just happened. <laughs> November second. I'm sorry. November. Did I say September? That it? You said November, I think. That I'm sorry. It. I meant no, no. I said September. So just so you guys know, Eddie just googled it. <sighs> Eddie. Fucking cheater. Well I, well, I was gonna find it anyway. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't gonna make it. Find it anyway. I wasn't gonna go home and oh look, chick, we got a bunch of pan de muerto. Well, get. I mean, it's a challenge for you now. Teach it to your kids. Okay. And then um, anyway. because I know your kids are still young, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. So this is what they would put on the tombstones and whatnot. And I challenge anybody listening who is Latino or who is of any descent, it, please teach your kids culture of where you come from, where your roots are from. Right. Because that means a lot. And it will mean a lot to your children as well. I didn't know about that. Seriously, I'm being honest. I didn't know about that. I didn't know there was a specific bread. I know that they put all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Even before the movie Coco, I was aware that the people would bring like food and candies and all right. kinds of stuff. But I didn't know there was a specific. Yeah. What right. bugged me, I mean, there is tons of food that gets put out there and whatnot. But Pan de Muerto is one of the things. And, and it's a big deal. You actually, you go to the store to buy Pan de Muerto to go take to, you know, the 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 cemetery. But what bugged me too is that can you eat Disney, it? Disney, yes. Disney made it such a big deal that their anim our animators went down to Mexico to study the Mexicans to figure out how to, you know, this fucking works. But I thought it was I thought it was not just bread. It was like stuff, like stuff they remembered, like the the, the, the parents that died, they, they brought right. stuff they, they remember. Oh yeah. Anything. Yeah, all of that stuff. Okay. okay. Yeah, so you got that right. But okay. the only and that's what I'm saying, like the only thing Coco got wrong, they got all that stuff right, but what they got wrong was there was no pan de muerto, and it's a big right. deal. Like no, no, but I knew that before Coco. I'm just letting you know. I knew right. that about that. Okay. De los muertos, but I know about the bread. Like you grow up as a kid. I mean, at least for me, and and you're you're about to go celebrate this. You're gonna go to the panaderia to go right. buy pan de muerto for when you go to the you visit your grandma at the cemetery or whatever. Um, Fuck, I learned something, dude. But I hate that Disney made such a big deal about this. Like we went to Mexico to go study Mexico to make sure that this was perfect for Mexico type of thing, and you missed the one. One of the one key important element. things, and it's such a small thing, but for some people, at least I would hope, because for me it bugged the fuck out of me. I was like waiting for the pan de muerto to appear somewhere. Right, and the argument appeared. and the argument would be like they went out of their way, like you said, right. they actually went out of the way. So if you went out of your way, and then you call them call them out, and they're like, oh well, you know, no, mis huevos, right. you went out of your way. And also think <laughs> about this: the only time Disney, and I don't, I don't want to be like a Disney basher because I do love Disney. I it's have, okay, it's I okay. Have Disney Plus, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but the thing that bugs me too is that Disney goes out of the way to tell people like we went the extra mile to do something to to make this animation. Right. But the last one of the last times I can remember they did they went somewhere to get it right was 
we went to Africa to get the lion's right for the Lion King. And I'm like, wait, so now you're using the same marketing aspect that you use for creating animals to, we went to Mexico to make sure that the Mexican faces were right on this animation. Like what? Right. Like I don't give ugh. Hey, but you know what? I hate to say this, man, but people bought it. Well, of course they did. Uh, everybody Disney. fucking bought it. They but honestly, like a- think about this. They didn't have to do it. They would have still bought it. Right. Well, I don't know. The La Camisa Selección Mexicana sold me too, dude. Like, but that's what I mean, though. I was he like, said, I was like, said, I was happy to see that when I watched the movie yeah. and that. Uh, but did, did you hear what he Miguel's, said? Miguel's they uncle. Actually, they actually went out of their way to, to actually get it right. Right. There's yeah. a lot of things they got right. There's a lot. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I understand that. I, it's Disney. They could afford. For me, Mexico. it's like the, the movie is about Dia de los Muertos. You know. Yeah. The one thing they missed was. Pan de Muerto. A big part now of Now I'm just yeah. feeling like I'm making like such a big deal. But I just want you guys to know about Pan de Muerto. Okay. No, no. I'm going <laughs> to... We didn't know that. Now, but my question is, before I forget, because I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the villain on the on Coco, is it just me or does he remind me of Pedro Infante? He reminds me of Pedro Infante. Because even when I was watching the movie, I was like, is that Pedro Infante? For me, it was more like Jorge Negrete, to be honest. Really? I got more like Pedro Infante, but I'm like, I'm assuming they must have done their homework. Jorge Negrete voice... Pedro Infante's okay. like figure, like figure, like like okay. body. Yeah, so that wasn't that far off. Well, even Infante was in it. But Infante was in it. Yeah. So. A, oh, a lot of um, yeah, a lot of Mexican like uh, artists. Yeah. Were were part of it, but it was like uh, like Frida Kahlo or like yeah. Who else was there? I think maybe like Cantinflas was there too. Right. Maybe what like does a, he say? Infante like was an Infante Negrete, right? He says that, right? Yeah. Like a few yeah. things. All right, guys. So that was Doña Barbara. <laughs> oh sorry guys we've been drinking a little bit here today um, a little bit well it looks like we knocked it out um um robert <laughs> robert uh, i was gonna tell you um since we're pretty much done talking with the movie it's a good movie i think uh i think it's worth checking out everybody should check this movie out at least once uh i enjoyed it i like i said i enjoyed it more than the, the previous one that you had mentioned this yeah not that the other one was shit but i just enjoyed this one a little bit more i was gonna ask you so what are you doing now right now I don't know. I know you're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going on, dude? My theater kids, along with me, along with my best friend and our co-advisor Annie, are getting ready for the first uh, semester play back in our theater theater company in, in our in Calexico High School. And um, so that's kind of like in my head right now. Do you travel there back often? Because I know you not oh. as much as I used to. So this is our sixth year. Believe it or not, our first year was like one of those, you know, who knows if it's going to happen or, right. or, or what's going to happen. And uh, it took to a liking with the, the kids at, yeah. at the high school. And so me and my best friends just sort of took it up upon ourselves to be like, holy shit, like, let's just keep going to see where it goes. And and uh, cut to six years later and, and we're still doing it. And um, basically what the kids do is they they write, cast and produce and direct and act in their own plays. So other high schools choose a play, like a like a published play. Right. And then they put it on. They produce it. They put it on, right? Right. We write our own material. Okay. So our own kids write our own material. They cast the play. And uh, it's usually in short plays. So we'll have like six different writers or four different writers, five different writers, depending on the year. We've had a few different years where it's been four or five, four or five. And so this year we have four short plays. Uh, by four different writers, four directors, um, different casts and whatnot. And so it's it's what we look forward to towards, you know, within the year. And then 
last year we changed it up a little bit where first semester we did you know original plays the second semester we we actually uh did a published play so it was our first published play right um ever and uh it went great and the kids loved it and i was really impressed by the kids and how professional they were they were at it it's it's amazing because i came from that world like i come from calexico and and uh you know you never think that you you're gonna find the same passion and i was floored i was so surprised and so this year i think we're we're gonna do the same we're gonna do you know original plays this first semester second semester we're gonna do uh published play so we're looking into published plays as well um so i'm kind of my head's there right now my headspace <clears throat> But I'm open to to work. I'm open to anything. Are you teaching at Galactic School right now? No, for that program. So I go down there as a co-advisor. Oh, okay. And I'll I'll sort of like oversee and I'll I'll have my two cents and I'll do um I will do like some some improv stuff and and whatnot with the kids. You didn't even have to say it. But <laughs> <laughs> but um but no I I used to go more often back in the day. Um but uh, these past few years it's been a little bit harder. Um but I think the saving grace uh these past few years is that my best friend has had uh, our co-advisor, Annie Alvarado, who is also his wife um, there. And I think um, it helps tons because you really need more than one advisor for these kids. I mean, we have about 40 something kids, so it's not a job for one person. That's for sure. And I feel terrible that I can't be there every day, but I'm also very happy that I, I, you know, I was able to with, along with my best friend, start something that means a lot, not just to us, but it means a lot to a lot of kids now. I mean, we have kids now that are now, you know, 21 and over and yeah. that have graduated since then. And they're like, hey, let's have a drink. And I'm like, like, you know, we we used to teach you theater. And, right, you know, right. and it's cool to have that experience now as an adult with them because then, you you know, you hear the positive outcome of of that time. And you're like, you know, thank you know, thank you for allowing me to be about a, a part of your journey. Okay, no, thank you for that, uh, um, <laughs> for that, for that cool story. So uh, that was uh, Doña Barbara. We were talking about. Thank you for sharing that with us this week. Um, thank you for being here, Robert, and you too, Victor. Thank you for being here. Uh, I like to be here. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, dude, hopefully, dude, it's fun having you, man. You're welcome back. Hopefully, anytime. next time I'll have a, a less snoozer of a movie. And it wasn't. You it know wasn't. what? It was good. No, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't. Let us know what you guys think out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, exactly. We thank you for bringing that up. We do have the Facebook page where you guys can go up there and uh, go ahead and be part of the conversation. Go ahead and leave a message or let us know what you thought. Maybe you have a suggestion for another movie in, in that era or another guest or another. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we love you being here, bro. And then yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and you bought some beer. Thank you. Yeah. For the no, beer. Thank you, guys. So please come back with beer. <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. Um, so yeah, no, he's, no, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> so check us out on the Instagram. Check us out on the Twitter. And also, guys, if you want to uh, support the show and you like the show and you want to support it, we do have the listener support page over on our anchor page where you guys can uh, support the show by donating ninety nine cents a month or four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. It's totally up to you guys. So if you like it and you like to keep this going, we would appreciate that. All right. Yeah. All right. Buy us more beer. We need more beer. We need more beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it goes. <laughs> it's not fair that Bobby has to pay the beer every week, dude. We don't want him to pay him. Come on, guys. Help him out here. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening. Here's how we're going. See you next time. <laughs>